Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We have long established that when we mention this one thing, we know nothing good will come from the story. But rarely, if ever, do we get to mention it twice. Police in Spring Hill, Florida, not far from Orlando, arrested 25-year-old Justin Couch Saturday night and have since charged him with aggravated battery. Reports say he was arguing with the victim in the case while not only carrying a machete, but also having one tattooed on his face. And during that argument, struck the victim in the arm and leg with the flat side of the machete before turning it 90 degrees and swinging the sharp edge at the man's face. The man put up his arm in defense and suffered a blow to his forearm that caused him to pass out from the pain. And doctors aren't sure how much movement he'll regain in his hand. Nothing ever good comes from that, Cliff. <laughs> a machete. I would like to have one story where somebody <laughs> saved the day. Good. Save the day. Save someone's life because they happen to be having a, <laughs> a machete. machete. Yes. And I got to tell you, I was yesterday I was at the Harbor Freight Store, which is like, you know, the man's playground. Oh, yes. And they got a whole display of machetes. <laughs> Were you tempted? <laughs> I was kind of tempted, actually, yeah. There's just something magical about that long, sharp object. You know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> something that draws you to it. Well, Cliff, let's yeah. start off with a morning road show thought of the day. Okay. And I, I think for me tomorrow, this morning, this is quite appropriate. Okay. It's surly to bed and surly to rise, and that's pretty well the whole story right there. For some reason, <laughs> I'm just surly as could be this morning. I worked. A, I woke up on the yeah. surly side of the bed, and I don't know how to get rid of it. Is, is that actually, like, marked? Do you have a side of the bed marked surly? I do have that. I try to stay away <laughs> from that side of the bed, but this morning, yeah, I rolled roll right up. over it. I think I am. Um, I think I lounged in the thing for some reason. <laughs> well, Cliff, I'm not a big fan of fortune tellers or psychics. I kind of think they just get into your head whenever you go in to see them. You know, you come into a fortune teller and you think that it's kind of fun, and then they tell you your lucky number is three and you lose a fortune on the lottery because you keep playing the stupid <laughs> thing. Only if you use that. Yes, I, I know, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean... But that's another story. That's not what I was oh, going okay. for. That's another story that completely <laughs> <Okay>. different. <laughs> you see, Cliff, there's a psychic that's on yeah. Etsy. Yeah. That for uh, $66, he will draw the picture of your future soulmate. <laughs> and it's been on there really? for a while. And so I <laughs> thought, I've got 66 extra dollars. So I wow. sent, yes. That's, I, that's I, impressive. That is impressive. Well, you know, yeah. lucky number three there once in a while comes in. <laughs> and I thought, you know, what could it hurt? This could uh, be kind of fun. Okay. And so I sent my money in and I got my picture. Yeah. And it was a picture uh-huh. of an afternoon nap. That is my soulmate, <laughs> Cliff, right there. And a it's, nap. it's eerie how well this guy knows me. You may have heard a phrase complimentary to someone you worked for at one point and that they would never ask you to do something that they would not do themselves. And Kevin Macho, 
or Mojo, of Powers, Oregon, demonstrated that in Real Life Tuesday. He's the police chief in that town of about 700, not far from the Pacific Coast. He was called to Orchard Park by parks and recreation workers who had come across a situation they weren't sure how to handle. It was a situation that the police chief could easily have just handed off to someone from, say, animal control or maybe sewage treatment, as a cat had fallen into a full tank of an outhouse in the city park. Local TV station, though, reported the police chief rolled up his sleeves and got to work using a dog catcher pole that was only long enough to get the cat if the police chief went head down in the outhouse hole. (laughs) There were no injuries in the incident, and the cat was unharmed, although the police chief said he didn't smell particularly pleasant afterwards. That would be a good name for a rock band, too, Cliff. What's that? You know, head deep. Head head down in the outhouse hole? (laughs) Yeah. That would be like a bluegrass group, don't you think? I think that, yes, you're probably right, Cliff. That would be a bluegrass one. And I would go get me a longer pole. I don't care how long it took. I would get a longer pole. Sometimes there's just no substitute for length. I'm just saying. Uh, Well, in this case, no. No, there's not. Well, Cliff, apparently this is the most embarrassing thing that can happen to you on a first date. That's a pretty bold statement right there. The most embarrassing thing. Mm-hmm. And that thing, according to the latest survey, is if you have bad breath. Oh, okay. I can see that. You think that's the most embarrassing thing you could well, possibly I mean, have on a first date? I don't, I don't. I mean, there are many things that are potentially embarrassing, but there's really probably nothing more mood killing than stinky breath. I think I can top that, Cliff. Oh, you can. Huh? I think. Well. I'm sure this is from personal experience, so go ahead. (laughs) What do you got that's worse than bad breath? Well, listen to this one. Okay. I think your mom coming along on that date would be the most embarrassing thing ever. At least it was for me. It's hard for a date to get comfortable, Cliff, when your mom's sitting in there scrutinizing everything you're doing. No matter how well-intended your mom is and how nice she is, yeah. It's just, your date just is always this, on uh, edge. <laughs> was this one of those, like, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade young romance things? Yeah, I was a junior. <laughs> <laughs> she insisted on going. I'm not going to tell my mom no. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> because I was using her car, you know, so you're yeah. kind of in a... So do you think that is worse than bad breath, Cliff? I'm- I mean, I could have had whale breath and the girl would have never known. She she would have never gotten close enough to you to know if you had bad breath or not. No, 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 no. She never got (laughs) close enough. No. Because your mom was in the way. Yes. (laughs) I want you two to imagine an imaginary wall between you that you can see through. That was your mom. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) From time to time, Cliff, we hear stories where somebody, for some reason, Breaks yep. into a house and uh, has the urge to go take a shower while they're there. <laughs> yes, that's a story we've covered before. Yes, and I never thought of it until today, Cliff, when I saw another story out of California where that happened. You know, yeah. we think it's kind of cute and funny and all of that and wonder why somebody would, uh, you know, break in just to take a shower. But if it happened to your house and, well, eventually the police are going to investigate and then they're all going to go home. How deep a cleaning would you have to have on that shower cliff before you were <laughs> comfortable going back in there? You know That's what I'm saying? That's a good point. Because, I mean, 
You don't know what that person brought to your shower. Exactly right. And I'd be <laughs> eyeballing my toilet pretty heavily, too, because um, if they're in the shower... They probably sat down and did their business first. Th- there might be some toilet action going on, too. I know f- <laughs> I know for one thing, you have yeah. to replace the bar of soap if you have a bar of soap there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, especially if there's hair on it. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> oh ugh. <laughs> it's time now for that news update. Here he is, our news director. It's Cliff Ingram. Okay, hold on. I just got to take a moment here before I can do the news update. What happened? <laughs> You've been outside dog- running. No, my dog just farted, and I'm having trouble breathing. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. He's just, like, laying behind me and, you know, every once in a while. Mercy. <laughs> I've never okay, known a news update to be delayed. To be because of a dog fart. Yes. This is a first right here. Well, it happened today. I will say, Cliff, I'm getting more and more used to people wearing face masks. It doesn't freak me out as much as it used to. <laughs> okay. At first, yeah, it's like, man, you're really sick. Get away from me. Now it's kind of a, I'm a more accepting of that. <laughs> well, Cliff, I know a lot of people, they like to text and drive, and we all know that you know. is a big, big no-no. And this morning I read that almost, well, 11% of us yeah. admit that while driving down the road, mm-hmm. we take selfies of ourselves. We do. Yes. <laughs> I've never done that in my entire lifetime, Cliff. I've never had the urge. But the big reason why we're doing this very dangerous, very dangerous thing is because we look especially great that day and want to take a picture of ourselves. (laughs) Oh, 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 yeah. But can we do that at some point before we get in the car? I mean, clearly, before we get in the car, we know that we look great. Well, speak from your own experience there, Cliff, because oh. I've never really had a day in my life where I looked at myself in the mirror and thought, you know what? <laughs> yeah. You look especially great today. <laughs> I don't know what that feeling feels like, Cliff. Do oh, you, you don't? No, no you do? <laughs> there are times when you think you look especially great? <laughs> no. We, does, we have just discussed before, living in a coronavirus world is bringing new challenges to all of us, and for some... New business opportunities. Cause, as has been seen by researchers working down at the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. While people are returning to activities, many, and it doesn't seem to matter if you are pro or anti-mask, many people now seem to have an increased disdain for using public restrooms. There is, of course, someone ready to sell you a product to help you with that, and now E-commerce analysis shows more and more people are searching online and then buying disposable pee bags. Thus, the new must-have item for the summer of 2020 comes from companies like Travel John or Peabody, which makes a urination collection device women can use while standing. So if you see someone standing off in a corner when they're out and about this summer, they're probably peeing in a bag. I missed my calling, Cliff. That's you what did. I should have been working on in my laboratory to <laughs> this other exactly stupid right. stuff. <laughs> I could have processed a letter flow. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yes, you would call it the letter flow. Letter flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, we posted it bright and early this morning on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in yeah. the Morning. The catchphrase that your dad always uses, of course, with Father's Day being on <laughs> Sunday, I thought that would yeah. be a pretty good one. and. Well, Cliff, does your dad have a catchphrase by any chance that you recall that uh, he always says that makes you chuckle or 
<laughs> makes you go, what? What? My Says. dad's catchphrase. I know he has one, but I'm, I'm going to need a minute to think about what it is. You kind of put me on the spot here. I, I just thought maybe it was on your mind or something, so it's okay. Why would it be? <laughs> well, I'm just... <laughs> I've been concentrating on producing quality news. I understand that. I understand that. So, uh... Well, Cliff, did you come up with that catchphrase from your dad, or are you still having trouble uh, thinking of that one? Oh, oh no, no, I, I got one. It's 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 not really his catchphrase now, but when we were kids, you might say my dad was uh, thrifty. <laughs> okay, thrifty. thrifty. And so, if it was time to uh, order drinks, <laughs> just say for instance, you know, like uh, I want a Coke. You know, he would say, and we'll split one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should take him Which, out to dinner sometime and pull that on him. And, yeah. And let's get a beer and we'll split one. <laughs> Wait, to put two straws in the thing? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. It would come with two straws. That's what I like about you, Cliff. Your willingness to be cruel at all times and under <laughs> any situation. I like that about you because... I'm trying to help Randy out here this morning. Right. I mean, I feel for Randy, and I don't want to make Randy mad. And so my suggestion was, let's think about it for a couple of songs, whether or not to yeah. play the touching, very touching Father's Day song. Yes. Or to do something else and just go ahead with no prize, just punishment. Well, and and I thought, if if you want to honor fathers on this Friday before Father's Day, and also play... No prize, just punishment. Why not combine the songs into uh, I don't know a song that's like uh, talks about your dad and is also very bad. <laughs> Only you, and, Cliff. <laughs> and so I came up with like two choices, and I think I can get my hands on both of them if we want to if we want to go this route. Oh, I've got my hands on it right now. Oh, oh, you got you got that song? Yes, the the Madonna song. Yes. <laughs> Papa Don't Preach is what Cliff suggested on that one, and I still feel a little bad about the Randy situation here. I may have to work on that a little bit, Cliff. Okay. We well, might I mean, do it later. We might do it as the last song of the day before the news starts at 10 o'clock. Uh, How about that? Okay. Well, you won't hear it. You're going to be gone anyway after we say oh, that's see you right. later. After, after I say goodbye, I shut everything off. <laughs> see? Cliff, we mentioned O.J. Simpson yesterday with the uh, rollout oh, the, of the uh, brand new Bronco. Yeah, by Ford Motor Company. July the 9th, which happens to be O.J.'s birthday. <laughs> His birthday. And he's back in the news now, Cliff, because oh, yes. he says, <laughs> okay. according to O.J., we're not being told the truth about COVID-19. Oh, oh, yeah. he would know. Yes, and he says okay. he's not going to rest until he finds <laughs> the real virus out there somewhere. So good somewhere. luck with that. Yes. Yeah. Good luck. Jim. Scientists are now saying that robot pollinators could take the place of bees to save us from the bee extinction. And Robot pollinators. Yes, and I thought when I read that glyph, robot pollinators, if yeah. this program wasn't already named The Morning Road Show, robot pollinators <laughs> would be a great name for this program. <laughs> Don't you think that would be just excellent? Oh, I I I would I would say that would be something to look at definitely. Yes, like at six oh six in the morning, we welcome you to the robot pollinator show. Everybody's like, "What are they going to do?" I think you know, that. Yes. Why don't we change Paul Viton's name to Robot Pollinator? 
You know, I don't know if that fits Paul, though, when you think of Paul. You don't think so? Well, picture Paul in your head. Okay. Does he remind you of a robot pollinator? (laughs) Well, he kind of reminds me of a robot. (laughs) (laughs) But not the pollinating. But not the pollinating. Yes, he's a... No, his his pollinating days are long gone. (laughs) Well, okay. Here's Luke Bryan and one margarita. It's not like I write this stuff down and take notes on it or anything like that, Cliff. (laughs) I don't remember what we do on Take It to the Bank. And usually, Cliff, the whining and bickering and moaning and groaning about this part of the uh, program is reserved for after we do Take It to the Bank. Generally, you're the lead ringer on this one, Cliff. (laughs) That's right, because every day, this portion of the program is built up as it were going to be the next 60 minutes. And in the end, we leave disappointed well we're already getting complaints because this take it to the bank supposedly was done two years ago and one of our listeners remembers it and is giving it a thumbs down (laughs) already wait wait we've we got somebody who remembered what we did two years ago (laughs) yes that's amazing remember what we i can't remember what we did yesterday i can't remember one news story you've had today cliff i just can't remember because you don't that's just because you don't pay attention well our take it to the bank today part two (laughs) (laughs) 2.0, whatever you want to call it. Teddy Roosevelt, Cliff, was actually the youngest president we've ever had. He was 42 whenever he took over for President William McKinley, who was assassinated. Right. Which makes him the youngest president ever. Ever. Yes. The youngest president to be elected to the job was, in fact, JFK. That's exactly right. he was about... A year old, year older. He was forty three when elected. Yeah. So yeah. you can take all of that to the bank, and boy, you've got a good memory there on texting. <laughs> no. And you know where I'm looking, Cliff. To my left. I do. You know where I I'm do. going. I don't. I know exactly. <sighs> I'm impressed. Needs, though. I think he needs to worry more about his farming. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, be safe and make good choices. And as my dad would always say, always use the right tool for the job. And the right curse word, too. Well, Cliff, (laughs) anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three. Sometimes there's just no substitute for length. Number two, head down in the outhouse hole. Yeah, we're going to go right for number two on that one. (laughs) Every time. Every time. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, a skeleton crew of listeners. (laughs) Well, Cliff... Yes. I know you're going to be gone in 20 seconds. So yes. you have a good weekend. Enjoy Father's Day on Sunday. You too, my friend. I will uh, do that. I'll uh, spend some time with my dad on Sunday. Look forward to hearing from my daughter as well. So we'll talk again on Monday. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.